Christmas dreamers, little boys and girls everywhere. Welcome parents of guardians as well who's sitting or just ready to listen to another Christmas story with their kids or however you would like to listen. Um, reminder kids, you got Sam, Santa's good books if you want to be on the nice list and everything. On the nice list you get presents, but the naughty list you get call. So please remind yourself you gotta do something good in order to get on the nice list. Because there's not much days until Christmas left. Alright, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, today's story is from Mariah Carey and Michelle Angela Davis. In fact, this is their brand new book of 2022 for Christmas. And it's called The Christmas Princess, The Adventures of Little Mariah. In fact, this is one book that I have been dying to get into uh, since I saw it at Barnes & Noble. So, let's get into it, shall we? Alright. So, it's called The Christmas Princess. As you know, Mariah Carey calls herself the Christmas Queen. Well, I basically, you know, I never really thought there was a title for Christmas. I didn't. I didn't think there was no title whatsoever for Christmas. But, hey, whatever works, works. Alright, so here we go. The Christmas Princess by Mariah Carey and Michelle and Angela Davis. Once upon a time, little Mariah... She was too young to tell time. It's true, but old-timey time was always telling her what to do. Time to get up, Mariah! Pravari, a.k.a. Mike the Bird, her mother's two-faced, two-toned parrot, would loudly squawk. <coughs> Mother Ladiva sang right after him in her rich, immense soprano voice. You see, she really preferred not to talk. Little Mariah and her operatic mother and the double-dealing bird lived in a shaggy, wobbly, bubbly, breaking little shack surrounded by a wild wood at the end of narrow, rocky road. It was totally misplaced in a fancy neighborhood. There was a grand white house with a black shutters high up on a hill. The shack sat sadly in the valley below. It looked like something the big house spit out because it was ill. It was pretty dreary inside. The white and lace curtains were dusty and dingy. Nothing in there was new. The walls were warped and wavy, so all the pictures were slightly askew. The, an old, bumpy, lumpy, grimy, and grim red carpet full of fleas covered in creaky, squeaky floor. A shabby, fidgety, three-legged, blue Kadori couch that rocked and faced the lockless store. In the middle of the run-down dwelling, was an unsteady flight of wooden stairs with rickety rails. Little Mariah had to watch where she stepped and had to beware of pesky little nails popping up out of nowhere, snagging her stocking, pricking her pinky toe, then snickering when they were done, pesky snickering nails in the stairs with rickety rails really was no fun. One brilliant spot inside the dank, shanky shack was an old golden brown upright piano, elegant, solid, and bright, whose black and white keys held all the hopes and possibilities of music, joy, and light, sitting on the bench, humming a marvelously melody written in her mind, was the one place in the world little Mariah felt she belonged and was all right. Mariah, time to brush the hair. Bravani, a.k.a. Mike the Bird, screeched on her preached atop Mother Ladiva's head, displaying her vibrant hues of yellow, blue, and green like a bright balloon. She sang in response in her most dramatic tune. 
She'd run and fetch her mother's big silver brush, which she liked very much. The bristles were the color of sweet cream and soft to touch. Mother Ladiva's hair was long and super thick. Preciously, little Mariah stood on the back of a three-legged couch to help reach in her scalp because Ladiva insisted her luxurious tresses were flawlessly placed, smooth and slick. On the other hand, little Mariah's hair was a wild, thick garden, a straight, curly, frizzy, wavy, and worried strands, with knotty knots and knots underneath going every which away never ever was intended to. Never a tangled moment, and of course, she never had a special hair washing day. Little Mariah slept in a tiny attic room with a crooked roof too small to stand up in. She had so few things to call her own, her special notebook of songs and cuddles a teddy bear, but she never complained about her cramped circumstances. Besides, she was pretty thin. Little Mariah never wore a coordinating outfit. She only had three random shirts, one checkered skirt, some mixed matte striped socks. Yep, that's about it. Except for some hand-me-down old ankle boots with a hole at the left toe and her one treasure, a red coat that had once belonged to her beloved Nana. It had tattered patches and had unraveling threads, but was also cheerful against the glistening white snow. Time to clean the brilliant cage, Mariah. Squeaked and Pravati, aka Mike the Bird, was his gravy shadowy side. This was her most dreaded stinky, stinky chore. A clothespin on her nose, and she quickly scooped out her smelly mush. Yuck! It made her totally want to scream and hide. Little Mariah didn't much like the lonely work she did in the shack. No one gave her a hand or talked to her. her just her mother, a broadly bird, who only squawked back, but there was no time unlike any other when everyone pitched in and helped one another. Christmas time! Mariah, her mother, and the bird would sweep dust and shake out the bugs. They strained out the pictures and scrubbed the filthy red rug. They spruced up the window and rickety rails with holly and fresh pine and polished the piano so good it made the whole room shine. Little Mariah hummed decked the halls as she strung popcorn and cranberry and taped paper snowflakes on the wobble walls. Fa la 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 la! Mother Ladiva joyfully chimed in, and at Christmas time, singing instead of talking wasn't weird at all. As a matter of fact, Mother Ladiva got quite festive, putting hot cocoa in holiday mugs with marshmallows on top and placing enchanting event calendar on the piano, where chocolate treats were hidden behind flippity flaps that flop. Mother Ladiva often left to sing for their supper, leaving little Mariah in the shack with no lock, alone and insecure. One of the reasons little Mariah loved Christmas time so much was because her mother was home a little more. But one Christmas night, her mother went to the store to buy some candy canes, and that's when double trouble hit the door. In the grand white house high up on the hill lived a fancy family from France, 
They spoke with odd English accents, which was weird, but appeared pretty perfect at first glance. The mother, father, brother, and sister all had piercing blue eyes, plus a bunch of cats. The parents were aloof. Collectively, the cats were smelly, and the kids were brats. The boys thought he was a rock star, though he couldn't play guitar or sing, but he kind of looked like one. His hair was glossy blonde, preciously cut in front like feathers on a partridge wing. He wore a denim jacket with buttons and skulls, with a hip band t-shirt underneath, and in the back pocket of his crisp blue jeans, he kept a menacing comb with very fine and sharp teeth. The girl dressed in the cutest newest clothes with light brown freckles that speckled her clean milky face. She had fringe bangs and incredibly long straight golden hair that she swished, swooshed and flippantly flipped all over the place. The boy and the girl were bigger, cooler, and richer than little Mariah and secretly teased her about her shabby shack. Hapless hair and tacky tatters. Most of the time, they wouldn't break her down because she had her own special music and her. That's all that matters. But this wintry Christmas night, when Mother Ladiva was out, the boy and the girl burst into the shack and started to laugh and shout, Look at your silly cheap paper and popcorn decorations. And what's that ugly calendar on the dumb piano all about? The boy whipped out his scary comb and glided it through his hair. And when he got near his ear, the teeth became fangs and whispered, Go kick out the pitiful Christmas tree over there. The boy didn't as the comb ordered. Giggling with such delight, then the girl flipped her long, he heavy hair and whipped it around the room like a tornado, destroying everything in sight. While little Mariah shook with a fright, she scampered and took cover under the tiny kitchen table and sang in a whisper, whistle to her. So, in order to feel stable, the boy pointed po his pointy comb at her and yelled, Little Mariah's song stinks. She's a little loser. Ha! That's her new table. Uh, new label. Little loser, little loser, child sister and brother. Little Mariah kept singing higher and higher, hugging her knees with one hand and closing her ear with the other. She peeped her head out and through the yelling and mayhem looked toward the window and saw the lace curtains dancing. But wait, what's really happening? Could it be so snowflakes were twinkling, fiddling, and prancing? It's snowing, she exclaimed, her eyes twinkling bright, and I didn't even wish for snow on this Christmas night. Little Mariah scurried and grabbed her coat off the crook hook, flung open the door, squealed and swirled out into the night while nobody looked. She ran and ran, letting the frosty fresh air kiss her cheeks, rosy to match her red coat, and the snowflakes catch her in the habazar and hair, where they would glitter, glisten, and float. She rushed through the trees in the backyards of the big houses, leaving all the chaos behind the little snack shack, and didn't stop until she was deep into the mysterious wild wood. Before she even looked back, she came upon pristine clearing, lay down on the sparkling white soft blanket, her heart cheering, and waved her arm and legs to make an angel of snow. Underneath the stars, little Maria looked up into the dark sky, and the more she moved her little limbs, the more the stars started to grow and glow. As the snow fell on her face and lashes, she blinked her eyes. 
The next thing she saw, the stars turned into snowflakes that looked like fairies, that looked like butterflies. Little Mariah broke out into a high-pitched song. At the very sight, the snowflake butterfly fairies were luminous, glorious, and none of them looked or danced alike. They pre-wetted pre-wetted, cabbage-patched, and boogalooed to her exquisite tune. The trees, moss, mushrooms, all the woods began to bust and move, even the dazzling full moon. As the snowflakes, butterfly fairies danced around, fantastical ornaments flew from their wings onto the trees made from snow scooped up from the ground. From their sweet fairy breath, they blew out silver garlands, glassy icicles, and magical crystals decorating the gnarling limbs and pointing needles. So enchanted by their beauty, little Mariah followed the fairies. As they flickered and flew, she twirled and tweedled. The fairies flew faster, deeper into the woods, and out of little Mariah's sight. She was lost and scarce, surrounded by a daunting forest and the dark darkness of night. The amiens she aimlessly roamed between the big old trees. Far off in the distance, she heard a deep murmur of a cantorous voice. His little Mariah didn't know where she was. So what were her choices? The scary sounds grew closer and louder, so frightened little Mariah ran blindly as fast as she could until she stumbled and stumped her toe on what she thought was a piece of wood. As she bent down to tuck her stocking back in the hole, in her boot, she touched a radiant beaming heart-shaped stone. It completely enchanted her, so she hurriedly put it in her coat pocket and sang like a flute. Before she knew it, she was encircled by a gang of bullies in dab green uniforms and camouflage and ice. It was a notorious shamey shame boys. Blah, blah, blah. They invent heavenly enchanted at little Mariah. These boys were not at all nice. They threw fireballs and had the beautiful wise old trees just to watch them burn the shamey shame boys didn't like anyone who wasn't just like them worst of all they didn't like to read nor learn little mariah was so terrified she took the stone out of her pocket sang and held it tight against her chest like a locket a brilliant beam of light shot out of the rock and threw her heart. She followed the glow, and all her fear disappeared. That was the best part. The light stopped at a moist, mossy tree stump with a big, really old book sitting on top of it. The cover was bedazzled, bejeweled, and in the middle of the heart-shaped hole, still clutching the stone, little Mariah put it in, and behold, a perfect fit. The shamey shame boys caught up with little Mariah, and as they began to blurt out a nasty blah, they saw a magical book, and all they could say was, ah, the vibrant light coming from her heart started to melt, their heart ice. What was revealed was that they were, they were really just a group of fearful little boys, and some of them were even made of sugar and spice. Then the book opened, the pages flipped and flurried, and out came diamond-dusted dust, and the magnificent butterfly fairy queen emerged from the sparkly gust. She summoned the fairies and guided them to gather all the gems and crystals on the ground and spin them into a big ring to put on little Mariah's head like a crown. For your perfectly pure songs from the heart, I hereby declare you the Christmas princess. The beautiful butterfly fairy queen sang, Yes, little Mariah is the Christmas princess shouted the boys gleefully, who were now a pretty colorful gang. The butterfly fairy queen led them all through the woods with the fairies in tow, back to the shack, 
which was now perfectly straight and decorated with candles. Every window aglow, Mother Lediva and Pervari were on the porch, each wearing a fancy red velvet hat, Santa hat. But what really made them some festive were their merry smiles, and nothing says Christmas more than that. The golden piano came rolling outside. The queen beckoned little Mariah to sit and play. All of a sudden, the cats came down the hill on a perfumed sleigh. She happily plucked. Ding! Then folks from the big houses came around to the shack to sing, and everybody harmoniously got along as they sang Little Mariah's joyous Christmas song. All I want for Christmas is you. And that is the end of the story. I hope all of you enjoyed this Christmas princess and his story from Mariah Carey and Michelle Angela Davis, because I know that in some way, we all have this special Christmas spirit in us and all those other things that we make it perfectly glow. But in the meantime, this is how I TIE together individual entertainment with my little elf on the shelf, Triple M, Miraculous Melanie Marinette, saying happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Well, see you next time and can't wait to get into the next story for our next episode. Bye!